welcome to the Fast Messy Action Podcast with me, Camille Plews. I'm here to help business owners to have more freedom in all areas of their business, to have location independence and more family time. Here you'll find a blend of energetics, strategy and mindset with lots of stories and tips and tricks to help you grow your dream business while having lots of fun and actually getting stuff done, no matter what your commitments are outside of this business or how crazy your family life is. This is all about taking fast, messy, purpose-driven action to build your dream business and life. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we are joined by Steph from Creating Happy Writers, who is an amazing coach teaching people how to write books. Steph, welcome and introduce yourself properly to our listeners. Thanks for having me, Camille. Um, Yes, so I run a business uh, called Creating Happy Writers, and it's a business that helps coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs to write business books or self-improvement books uh, in their niche to really just elevate themselves, take their businesses to the next level. And I'm an author, so I've got experience, uh, you know, in the the writing of books, uh, but also in the launching and the promoting of books. And yeah, I'm just here for all the incredible women uh, who want to to showcase their expertise in book form. So that's what I do. I love it so much. And you have published six books, haven't you? That's incredible. Uh-huh. Tell uh-huh. us a bit more about that and how you went about publishing them. Sure. So my first three books were for teachers because I used to be a teacher and um, I wrote those while I was a deputy head and I was uh, trying to help other teachers to learn about various aspects of uh, of teaching. And so I wrote those three in quite quick succession, actually, back in 2015, 2016. Um, And then I left teaching to pursue my writing career and uh, did some ghostwriting of two other books. And then I wrote Dare to Write, which is uh, my most recent book. And it's a book that helps people to write a book, <laughs> which sounds a little bit uh, meta, as someone once said to me. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, so it's a book that I I absolutely loved writing. And it's just helped me in my own business get more clients and to, you know, be seen as an expert. Um, but it also is there to help people to write their own books, to work with me, to to get themselves out there. So that's sort of my journey in terms of book writing and why I started it. Um, and I'm just really fortunate to be able to now work with other people who are wanting to do the same thing and to be able to you know help them on the way because it can be quite a complex journey. Yeah, it can. I know it's something that I've looked into before and I know I've had a chat with you about as well about writing my own book. How long, I know this question that I'm about to ask you is kind of like a how long is a piece of string? (laughs) How long on average does it normally take somebody to write a book and how much time do they need to set aside if they are doing it? I know there's a few factors in that, Steph, so I know you're probably thinking, what a question. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. Yeah, no, it depends on the route that you go down. Most clients that I work with tend to be going down the self-publishing route. So they are doing it all themselves um, and paying people like me and other professionals to help them uh, to write it, to edit it, the cover design and all those things that make up a great book. Um, that there, there are also people who traditionally publish, which is a slightly longer journey, but you get published by a publishing house and they take care of everything for you. So if you're going with a traditional publisher, you want to be in a bookshop, 
shop and you want that traditional deal, um, you're looking at, well, writing it is up to you. It's down to you and how much time you have to devote to it. Um, but in terms of getting it out there and onto a bookshelf in a bookshop, you're looking at about 18 months to two years um, because it takes a long, long time in publishing to get anything done, frankly. Um, if you are self-publishing, again, how long it takes to write one is down to your experience and how much time you can dedicate to it. I can write and publish a book in about six months, but that's because obviously I'm now six books in. Um, and I've had clients who've done it in a similar time frame. Um, and I've also had clients who've taken a year to do it, uh, just depending on their own circumstances. But again, it comes down to confidence, to experience. And, you know, that's why I work with people who are about sort of five years into business because they've got their system set up, they've got themselves sorted, they've got regular clients. And so doing that part of the business isn't as pressing as it is when you're first starting out. So they've got the headspace and the time to dedicate. So yeah, it, as I say, it is a it is a how long is a piece of string type answer, but you know, it it's something that is personal to everyone. Absolutely. Um, a book is such a great way for somebody to first come into your world, isn't it? Tell us a little bit more about the benefits. Like why, what are the main benefits and why would somebody consider writing a book? Sure. It's um it's probably really wise to start with the fact that it's unlikely that publishing a book will enable you to retire somewhere uh, just off the sales from your book because selling a book is uh, a tricky thing. And uh, I saw some research the other day where they were saying half a million books are published a year uh, across the world. And out of those, only 20 will ever sell a million copies or more. So, you know, it's very unlikely that you're ever going to be selling, you know, multiple copies that allow you to do nothing else other than to live off the profits. Um, but there are so many brilliant brilliant opportunities that come from writing a book. Um, it's often the thing that I like to say people dip their toe in before they work with you. So often clients will come to me and they'll say, oh, I read your book and, and I'd really like your support to now write my book. Because as we know, one-to-one -one support is very bespoke um, and it enables you to work with somebody very specifically on their goals and their targets. But the a book can actually just help you spread your message. It can help people to get to know you a bit better without having to part with a lot of money so you might have a book that's on for 10 pounds or 10 dollars um, and that's a really nice way for people to spend a bit of money with you get to know you and to see what you're all about but also to learn something and to get something from it that will help them so your book is there to give value even though it's not the most high priced offer you probably have you know in your sales suite so it's it's just one of those things that is a great starting point for people but for you the author it can give you so many opportunities to start going and doing speaking gigs or getting to be guests on podcasts or guest blog posts or writing articles or doing workshops and courses off the back of your book. So I'll give you an example. When I wrote my first book, which is called Keeping Bums in Seats, and it's a book about behavior management for teachers. And off the back of that, I got a, uh, a national teaching magazine asked me to write a monthly uh, column for them. Uh, I then got invited into various schools to run workshops uh, all around the framework that I was teaching in that book, that I was helping teachers to understand how to you know, manage behavior better. Um, I also got sort of various other consulting gigs off the back of the book. Um, and so, 
it's one of those things that it's not just the book, it's what the book offers. And it's such a great marketing tool. It's such a great way to, to increase your visibility and to elevate you. And you're seen as an expert. As soon as you write a book, you're seen as the expert. And people want to work with experts. They want to hear from them. And it's those opportunities that really, really help grow your business. Love it. Such a great way to elevate your expertise, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think it's one of those things where, um, just to pedal back a little bit on what you said about if you have not got experience with writing or if you're like me, writing is not your strong point. What are the main problems that people would face if they didn't have the help and support from somebody who knows what they're doing? Somebody like you who knows exactly what they're doing, knows how to structure a book, knows how to write it and all of that, knows how to get published. If somebody was thinking, oh, I'll just go off and do it myself and don't really know some of the issues they're going to face until they start doing it. Like what are the main blocks that people tend to have or the main issues that come up along the way? A great question. Um, I work predominantly with female business owners because I feel very strongly that women need more representation in the business book space. So I'll say that off the bat. What tends to happen with women I work with is there's two issues that crop up. One is a confidence issue. So it might be that they've got an amazing idea, but before they've even started thinking about planning it or writing it, they're already second guessing themselves. So they'll say, well, I've got this really good idea. And then they explain it to me. It sounds incredible. And then they'll say, but actually, I don't know whether anyone that would really help anyone else. And I'm always like, yes, of course it would. You know, I'm absolutely fascinated by that. And you've only just told me about it, let alone me reading it. So it can be a confidence thing. And maybe a little bit of imposter syndrome crops up because it's like, who am I to write? You know, I've got all these brilliant ideas. I've helped X amount of people. Um, but there's always that, well, who would want to read what I have to say? So that is one thing that can crop up. But once we've worked through that, the other thing that tends to happen is people who just start to write without any kind of thought about structure are the ones that will come to me halfway through. And they say to me, I started a book. I'm now halfway through and I hate it. I can't write anymore. I don't know what to do. It's not working. Um, so the thing that I think is essential, and I really believe this, is essential before you write a single word is to plan out your structure. So you know exactly what's going to be in every single chapter, what every single subheading is in each chapter. And when you know that, you're never sitting down without an idea of what you're writing that particular writing session. You're never sitting down with a blank page because you have this plan, it's next to you, or in my case, it's on a Trello board because my life is on a Trello board, um, <laughs> but it's it's always there for me to look at. And I still, I outline my books every single time and I'll sit down, I think, right, I've got half an hour. Let me see what, am I, what section am I going to write today? I look at my plan in chapter three, for example, if I'm doing a, I don't know, a, a chapter on habits, I'd be like, right, okay, this bit I want to talk about how habits are formed, right, off I go. And it just gives people confidence, it gives them clarity, and it's also absolutely essential for the reader because if your book is poorly structured, the reader is not going to have the greatest ex of experiences. And as much as a book is for you and your business, it's primarily for the reader. You have to keep them in mind at all times. And if you waffle on or you go off on a tangent or you don't really explain things properly, the reader is going to be very dissatisfied. And if a book is there to promote you, your brand, your business, your expertise, and you don't leave the reader feeling satisfied, they are not going to want to work with you. They are not going to think highly of you. They're not going to think you're an expert. So it's so essential to get that right before you start even thinking about 
your first draft and any other subsequent draft structure is key. Fantastic. This is the thing, isn't it? I think a lot of people do try and do it themselves. But like you just said, if you're going off on a tangent or if you're not keeping to the structure and people are left unsatisfied, they're not going to work with you. It's such a realisation for not writing a book yourself and getting the help from somebody like you who knows exactly what they're doing. So just to pedal back slightly on what you said about the structure, it's very similar to how I recommend people doing a course. Mm. So you've got to have the plan in place. You need to plan out the modules, the lessons, what's going to be included. And Trello is something I use as well. I love Trello. Trello is great for everything, isn't it? It's great for content, courses, any sort of planning. If it went down, I think I'd be an absolute, I would be, well, I mean, my whole life would just be somewhere randomly on the internet. If if Trello ever went down, I'd be in. (laughs) Trello is fantastic. Fantastic, isn't it? I love it. But it's such a great way to plan. What do you recommend then for people? So they've got the plan together and they want to get started. And I know with me, with courses, I always just say to people, whatever you feel inspired to talk about that day with your course, jump to whatever section. It doesn't matter. You don't always have to start with the intro, which is where a lot of people get stuck and they procrastinate because they don't know what to talk about in the intro and all of that. I always say, just start with other pieces and then do the intro last. Is that the same as what you would recommend with a book or is there some different advice that you would give? Oh, no, absolutely. I love that. Um, the course creation and a book creation sound very similar. Um, so your modules are your chapters and then within the chapters, your subheadings, I guess, are your lessons. Um, so it's it's really, really important to, to make sure that you are writing something that you feel inspired to write on a particular day. I say that with a huge caveat as of you can't, expect the muse to take you some people have this romantic notion about writing that they'll sit down and they'll always feel inspired and it's just this lovely time where you're going to sit there and the ideas are going to come and you're going to be writing as if you know there's no tomorrow that is very rarely the case um a little bit i guess like course creation when you're mapping things out it's if you have the structure there to begin with it's sort of 75 percent you're you're already sort of 75 of the way there you just literally have to fill in the gaps with the content um but it's it's definitely true about the introduction. I say to people, write the introduction last because then you'll know what you're introducing. So if you haven't written it yet, how on earth are you supposed to know how to introduce your book? Because it's not completely written yet. So yes to the introduction last. And yes, choose sections that you feel like you want to write that day. And if you've done the plan and you've done the structure, then that's easy to do. There will be certain sections that maybe you know are going to be harder and it's very natural as human beings for us to put that off and to do those sections last because we procrastinate and we we know it's difficult. But, you know, you will have to face them at some point. So the, as much planning as you can do, as many bullet points as you need to jot down before you begin, um, great. But just know that you will have to face them at some point. Yeah. Eat the frog is what I always say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Eat the frog, do it first, get it out the way and then enjoy the rest. So, yeah, I love that advice because sometimes you feel more inspired to talk about or write about one particular topic and then other days it might be something else. So great advice. I just want to cycle back slightly to earlier on in your career because you weren't always a book coach and you didn't always write books. I know you mentioned earlier you used to work in a school and that was the first book that you'd written. So tell us more about your early career and what made you do what it is that you're doing now. Okay. So I, yep, used to be a a primary school teacher. I then went uh, through the leadership, uh, I guess, pathway (laughs) to be a deputy head um, and a SENCO, which is a special educational needs coordinator. And um, I enjoyed my job 
most of the time. And then um, as I sort of got further and further into deputy headship, I realized that um, it's it's a very stressful job. Uh, and any teacher or anyone who works in a school can attest to, to any role in a school is very stressful. Um, but I found that over time, my stress levels were going higher and higher. Um, I had a very difficult encounter one day with a, a parent who was an addict and um, we were having a, a very difficult meeting around whether um, her children would be able to stay in her care. So it was very tense. It was a lot of emotion. And I had been feeling very stressed uh, for six months to a year by this point. And um, during this meeting, uh, she, for some reason, uh, took umbrage with me. Um, and I was asking her about the children's behavior at home and how they were behaving at school. We were trying to explain to her how it was affecting them. And she, yeah, uh, just essentially, I was um, seen as the person uh, amongst all the professionals that she felt uh, very, very angry with. And I came out of that meeting having been shouted at and threatened. And I uh, went up to my office and I remember crying. Uh, um, I remember crying a lot uh, because it was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, and from that point onwards, I couldn't return to school because I just ended up, my mental health was all over the place. And I was signed off. Um, and it was during the time I was signed off that I thought to myself, right, what on earth do I want to do with my life? Which I know sounds like a very big question, but I thought I've never been in a position before where I'm not working and I've got this space to start really considering what I want to do. And I, writing is already, you know, had already shown me that it was something I loved, I enjoyed. And it was always one of those, oh, one day I'll be a writer. Or, I'd love to be a writer one day. I'd love to just write. And I thought to myself, well, hang on a minute. Why are you not doing that? Like, what is it? Because I did, I, I was very clear. I didn't want to be medicated to, to work. That was very, you know, something I thought, I don't want to have to take medication for the rest of my career to go in and do my job. So I thought, right, I need to do something. I need to change. And I did. And I went down to, I left deputy headship. Um, I went to part-time teaching for a while and then I left schools completely. I went to doing some tuition. I had a tuition business for a little while, all the time trying to build up my writing business. I qualified as a coach. Um, and I thought at one point I wanted to help teachers who wanted to leave teaching. Um, but still I was having this nagging feeling that writing was really the thing I was supposed to be doing. And I decided actually let me sort of you know navigate that instead and I yeah I wrote dare to write and um and I realized that you know that's what I wanted to do and and yeah I've just had so many people since the publication of that particularly it, it was a finalist in the business book awards which did a big thing and it really helped me to be seen even more by people and um yeah just slowly over time that is what uh, I've ended up doing. So yeah, it's been a it's been a journey, and it's not been a quick journey. I'm not going to lie; it's been six years, and uh, you know, I'm 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 now sort of doing the thing I want to do. But yeah, it's it's definitely been an interesting one. Such an incredible journey, and wow, that must have been so scary as well, having yeah. that parent shouting at you, threatening you, and then for you to be in that position where you're kind of like, right, well, what am I going to do with my life? And I think sometimes it takes situations like that, and for you to be a really low point and not knowing where you're going to go. It's like that whole spanner in the works, isn't it? Mm. That completely changed your direction, your trajectory and everything that you are doing now, which thank goodness you are doing this now because you're doing <laughs> something that you love. And mm. as well, it's having that 
intuition and following your intuition yeah. when you know when you were always like oh, I wish I could be a writer I want to be a writer I want to do this and I think everybody's always got something inside them that they want to do mm. and it's just allowing it to come out and just thinking you know what I can do this there's other people that are doing this so can I so can I and here you are living yeah. proof of doing it and the finalist as well for your book it's fantastic mm. absolutely amazing well done you Thank you. Yeah. I just think it's so important for people to know. I always make the point that it's not something that you step into straight away. I didn't leave teaching and all of a sudden just step into doing this. I had to really find what was right for me, what I enjoyed through trial and error, things that I thought I wanted to do. And I ended up thinking, actually, no, that's still not quite right. And it's just refining it all the time. Do I want to do coaching, life coaching? No, I didn't want to do that. But, you know, I'm now able to use my coaching skills, but also my teaching skills to to help people. People. So, you know, I'm very grateful for the journey I've been on because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if I hadn't been on it. So, yeah, yeah as much as it was painful. Yeah, we all go you, on a journey for a reason. Exactly. This is the thing. Yeah. And it's it shapes us and who we are today. And my story, very similar in mm. the fact that I like my business, when I first started my first business, is so different to what it is now. I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. All I knew was that I didn't want to go back to my corporate job. Mm. So when I was pregnant and I just thought, right, I'll start a business. I'll just do this. And it wasn't mm. lighting me up. It wasn't anything that I wanted to do. And it took me a few different things. I did pieces of affiliate marketing. I did social media management. I did various different things before doing what I'm doing now. Mm. And that journey to becoming like who I am now and all of that, it, that took a while. So mm. I think that where people struggle is to try to have this perfect plan of what they want to do and this is how I want my business to be perfectly formed and shaped and it never works out like that it's just starting on the journey and it will take shape as you progress absolutely Mm, and that's how it happens for most people isn't it Mm. so Steph let us know where we can find you and if you've got anything at all to offer to our listeners today so you can find me, um, I'm mainly on Instagram uh, at Creating Happy Writers. I am on LinkedIn as well because I love meeting the business community over there. Um, and my website is stephcaswell.com. I do have um, a podcast which is called the creating happy writers podcast which if you are interested in writing a book it's a really lovely way the the episodes are very short they're only sort of 15 20 minutes long where i'm giving you some advice on the different stages of writing and publishing and i'm also starting to interview some authors and and guests on there for you to hear about other people's journeys um and there is uh, i do have a freebie which is um you know the five ways to plan a best-selling book in your niche so if you are interested in, in in either of those they are there and ready for you to to listen to or to download so I'll share those with you Camille of um, course I'll put the link in the show notes below yeah. absolutely well thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom about book welcome. writing Steph thank you you're very welcome I really enjoyed it thank you so much and thank you so much for everybody for tuning in and listening today and don't forget to go check out Steph go give her a follow on Instagram download her amazing freebie and we will see you again in the next episode bye for now mm-hmm.